My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 104. And today I sat down with Derek Schneider of Visiting Angels Wichita Falls and the host of the Addressing the Elephant podcast. Yeah, we just we had a great conversation about leadership, about what he does in his day-to-day and what he's got a passion for. And yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's really refreshing. Um, it was a great conversation, very authentic. Um, and we'd love it if you take a few seconds to hit subscribe, give us some feedback, and let's go. I'll give us a heads up. We have like 55 seconds. Okay. I've never been more in my feelings about somebody I've never met. It was weird. I was like, I'm, and I'm not being sarcastic, for about an hour, I was in the bathroom. He was wondering where I was crying. Yeah. Just reading tweets. I was so upset. And I wasn't even a Kobe fan growing up. I was yeah. an MJ fan. Yeah. So I didn't like Kobe. Yeah. And so you just like, he's like this thing that you, he was a part of our childhood. And then it's like all of a sudden, it's just weird, man. It's so weird because I it, feel guilty. It was weird. It was a weird, I had I, I, a lot of similar emotions. And I, um, yeah. And um, I was talking to a friend and he was talking about um, the girl dad, the uh, the news anchor, anchor, woman news anchor that did that little two minute piece. About the girl five dad. seconds, by the way. Okay. We can just kind of keep this thing going, man. Yeah. She um, told that story, how she met him the first time in the backstage. Yeah. I was like. I know. I saw it yesterday for the first time. Yeah. Two I was like, oh my goodness I gracious. Know. Now I'd have five kids. I've had five girls. I'm a girl dad. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I've just never had a situation like that mess me up mm-hmm. to that level. Yeah. I mean, obviously family's different, you know, but somebody I've never met, somebody I don't know. Yeah. Somebody I've never, I mean, has never spoken words to me, never knew me. And uh, it was funny to hear all the people, like news anchors, athletes, um, everybody, like hearing people all say the same things. Yeah. They all said the same two things. It was like, we didn't think that, that he could pass away. Like it's that a, an icon could die. It reminds you of your own immorality. Like the, mm-hmm. this can happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is that like you got to find the people around you and bury your beefs yeah. and love people. It's just wild. Like everybody was saying it over and over again. I was like, yeah. golly. It was um what a dark way to start this podcast. I know. Super dark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I take care of people that end up dying. Yeah. So maybe that's a good, no, I don't know if it's a good segue. Maybe. Maybe. That's what we're talking about. Hey, introduce yourself to the, to the world. Okay. Well, my name is Derek Schneider, and I own a uh, company called Visiting Angels in Wichita Falls, Texas, and Lawton, Oklahoma. And so, Visiting Angels, um, I'm hor- I'm horrible at like these one-liners, by the way. Oh, like, okay. The, uh, people that do the elevator speeches or whatever, like, oh, you gotta have your elevator line. I don't know. We, we, I, I'm bad too. I like to think that we do a pretty good job making sure that mom or like moms and, and dads can, and you know, can remain that way. Mm. So, or like, or daughters and sons can remain daughters and sons and not caregiver a hundred percent of the time mm. when they're taking care of their family member yeah. at the, at, you know, whenever they're getting older and, and getting sicker and things of this nature. So I like to think that's like, that's their, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's a pretty good elevator speech though. Yeah. It's fine. I like that. Yeah. It's fine. That was really good. Trying to solve a problem. Yeah. 
So how did you? Our so our paths crossed. Yeah, maybe ten years ago. In the like at the inception of One Life. Yeah, we were kind of. Mm-hmm. That's when I met you. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So tell people the journey of you getting. Like how do how do you get into this mm-hmm. this field? Like how do you start doing this? It's not what you were doing ten years ago. No. Um. So I graduated. I played. So I. Um. People ask this. You know. I played soccer in college, and so. Uh, I first went to West Texas A&M, which is south of Amarillo, and uh, ended up here, transferring here. Um, just kind of wanted to be closer. I had a brother that was in medical school at Dallas, Southwestern Medical School. And so I wanted to be closer here, and I had a really good friend, um, Josh Mariano, who uh, lived here too, and he played soccer. And so I was like, oh, we, we grew up together, so that'd be natural. So we stayed here, or I came here and transferred here. And, um, stopped playing after like a year. And, um, and then I, I was like, I got to do something. So I start working at Starbucks. What's college soccer tough? Um, yeah. Student it, athlete thing. Pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was also kind of like, you know, you know, kind of looking back, you're kind of, man, I wish I would have stuck it, stuck it out a little bit more. I kind of got, I read, I got red shirted my, I played a good bit at, as a freshman at West Texas a&M and I just, you know, I studied all the time and I didn't have any like friends and have that college life experience that yeah, I, yeah. I thought maybe I'd have. I don't know why that was important to me, but it just kind of was. And anyway, so transfer here just to kind of be closer to friends and family. So I could maybe like, Oh, let's go to, let's go to a Reliant K concert. <laughs> yeah. So we could do that. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't have that opportunity in Amarillo. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't, wasn't there. Um, and so, yeah, it, I, I enjoyed it, um, it, but it, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. I didn't, um, there's part of me sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I would have kind of stuck it out, see what that looked like. But, you know, uh, I was kind of smaller and, um, that game is, is it got fast real quick and they are, they are beasts. I'm, I'm small. I'm like, you know, their style of play didn't fit my, mm. uh, the way I played. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're describing me playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. Got fast, quick. Yeah. I'm small. Yeah. Yeah. They, it, yeah, they took, it took, took me over, man. So, so I played, uh, I went to, went to, uh, got a job at Starbucks and, uh, I met my wife there and or through like a Bible study or whatever. And, um, was she working there? Um, no, I think she like kind of seeked me out. Wait, so she came in. She came in, and you were and you were working. Yeah, I was working there. Did and you know at that point? We like, I'm gonna. Did you make her coffee? Um, probably. Yeah. Did you write on the cup? Did yeah. you use that as an opportunity? I wrote her name, but it, not not my number. I was really. <laughs> uh, That's a little forward. Yeah, I was really, I was really bad at like, um, uh, being you know doing that. I had no game, zero game, <laughs> like. Kind of like, uh, so she she got a job. I think she kind of, whatever, liked me or whatever. And we had a kind of a mutual friend, Presley. Do you know Presley Swanson? Mm-hmm. Now Johnson, she worked there too. And so we had kind of mutual friends. Then we worked together and she would like, hey, uh, do you want to go for a run? I was like, uh, I mean, sure, sure. I mean, I don't want you to run alone. You know, it's like 11 at night. 
but I hadn't, it, that was like a two month sort of or, ordeal of we kind of going on runs and her asking me, not me. And I had no idea. That she you, do you like running? Yeah, it's okay. fine. I played soccer. So I'm like, I can go run. That's always the worst though. When you're running and you don't want to run, yeah. but you just want to be with her. Yeah. No, I mean, I did, but it took a while. I was yeah, just yeah. like, I don't think you should be running at 11 at night alone. Yeah. You know? I don't know why I was just trying to trying to be a protective You're person. You're a better man than me because yeah. I don't think that I would want Katie to do that, but I'm also don't really want to run. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can walk to the mall or something. Yeah. So, um, so so we did we did that, and uh, I graduated in December of 2006 uh, for for mass communications. That's what I got my degree in. I wanted to go to film school. Cool. Um, and that's kind of how I met Ronnie. Okay. Is um, kind of right after that, um, I started helping out doing some video stuff at Colonial a little bit when he was there. And yeah. Um, anyway, did Starbucks, got a, was the assistant management and then manager. And then I opened that store on Marine Store, Marine Street. And that's okay. whenever like the crash hit in 2008. So it closed down before it like was even really open. And so then I, um, got out of there and went to Webfire Communications, and I was like the general manager there for a little bit. Um, and then me and my wife kind of were thinking maybe we wanted to move from Wichita Falls. So, um, and that's kind of the, I think right then is yep. where Young uh, One Life kind of started happen. That's kind of when we. Whatever. I think when I met you, you were at Webfire. Yep. Because then yep. you transitioned quickly. Yeah. Right so, after I met you from Webfire. That's right. And so then I, then I was an adjuster for Allstate and I start traveling a lot. So I was gone like 10 days um, and then home for four, kind of in that same period whenever One Life opened. That was really hard. And I mean, it was, it was the purpose of it was to maybe move. Um, but then we found out we were pregnant and I didn't want to be like a dad that was like traveling yeah. like that. Um, That's tough, man. That's tough hours. Yeah. It's bad news. So, uh, from Starbucks to an IT deal to insurance, then I went to, I got a job as quickly as I could. And there was a cell phone, um, place here in town called clear talk and clear talk is no longer in existence and period. Uh, I don't, it's not here okay. anymore. And it was, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a hard job. What's it? It was like really hard, and and I use sales. I was like the I was over stores. Okay, and so I'd like try to empower these salespeople to kind of sell um, this kind of like uh, monthly phone plan, um, and it was just it was really really hard. There was um, anyway, so um, I kind of so it was a it was really it was a bummer. I got demoted there. It was like it was a really some guy came in, this regional guy came in and said, uh, you're going to be demoted. And so I was like this store manager deal. And then I was just this hourly employee, you know, doing 25 hours a week, you know, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I, what am I going to do? You know, um, there was no like reason. It's just, they're just going to do a different direction sort of thing. And then, um, so from there, um, I had, a, I had a friend who got me a job 
at Candlewood Suites in a hotel business. And I was the mechanic at the at the hotel uh, place. So you just like like maintenance and stuff. I was the maintenance man. Did That's you have a lot of experience in that? Zero experience. <laughs> I'm are the, you are you like a big DIY guy? Handy? No, I'm the I'm literally <laughs> the worst ever. Oh, that's it, the best. No, I mean like I. Usually, are you really bad? I'm really really. We should bad. we should compete then. Uh, on on I'm like ve- how I'm, bad you. I'm very I'm very not good. Oh man, I'm horrible. I, like, I'm so bad. I it is a stressful like thing when somebody asks me like when my wife asks me to like try to build something, I'm like. I don't really want to sin today. Yeah. You know, I know. Or like in this moment. Yeah. Well, it's know? been a pride killer for me when my, oh my I find God. out my wife has asked one of my friends to come over and do something. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'll be over there Friday to help you. Yeah. Like, help me with what? Like, oh, we're going to hang on those shelves. She's like, I got it. Yeah. She's like, no, nah, Katie called. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. So you're doing, you're I at just, a, you're at a hotel doing and maintenance. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm YouTubing, I'm the first YouTuber that like found DIY stuff. Like, I think probably not, but like, I was like, man, I'm like so resourceful. No, I just was just an idiot. Just had no idea what I did. So anyway, they luckily like moved me to like a sales position and a, a fitting position, which was better for me anyway. Good. So, um, so, so from then I just kind of had this like desire and I had it for a long time of going, I want to do something on my own. And I was driving, um, down to see my mom in San Angeles where I grew up and talking to her about the weekend. And at the time my daughter was like six months old. And so I was talking to her and kind of going, Hey, um, so what's the plan, et cetera. And so at the time my grandpa was on hospice. And so she said, well, so Saturday morning I have to be with, with daddy from seven to three. And so I just kind of thought to myself, I was like, wait a second. I thought he was on hospice. What, like, why, why do you, why can't you be grandma like this, this Saturday, mm. you know, like, why can't you, why can't you do that? And, uh, um, so just kind of this epiphany going, what in the world? Like there's not, there's not a service out here that does this. So just kind of after like a lot of research and thinking through things, found visiting angels. Mm. And that was six and a half years ago. Jeez. July is whenever I kind of, July, no, June, July is when I left Candlewood and kind of went down and opened October 1. So Wait, uh, July? July, th- August, October. Mm-hmm. So three months, three months later, later open. Was, I'm open. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be a quick turnaround. It was really quick and we didn't have any patients, no clients. And so for the first month and then we started going Man. and it was just, it was just me, um, and a computer. And then I just started, you just, so we, we, I hired caregivers and we hired caregivers to, and then start and build a schedule. And I can remember my first client, first caregiver and man, it was awesome. Six, seven, six, how many you say? Six, six or, and a half years six, ago. Seven years ago. So October 1, 2013. That's wild, man. So now, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So That's a long time. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. I, I mean, I, I really like it. It's uh, it's it's hard. You know, at times it's really hard. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody about conflict. Um, 
and about how, you know, in marriage, um, you know, there's a, you almost have to expect conflict. And so, so, you know, um, as, as a, as a, you know, we're both believers, I'm a believer, you know, in, in, in Christ. And so I have this, what a new heart and at times I'm living out of that and at times I'm not living out of the new heart. I'm living out of my old nature. Yeah. yeah. Well, so is my, my spell, my spouse. And, uh, and, and so this, um, uh, Lance Bourgeois was like talking to me about this. It's like, sometimes you live out of your, you know, and so, so there's so many different scenarios. So if we're both living out of our old hearts, well, that's conflict. If we are, uh, one of us is living in a new heart and she's living out of her, you know, vice versa, then, um, then we're hosed too. There's yep. going to be conflict. If we, and then if we're both living on out of our new hearts, well, still there could be because we have different perspectives, different points of view that we could still be in. So it's just, so, um, saying all that, we, I, we have a lot of, um, uh, a lot of staff and, it, you know, at times you kind of have to think through like, you know, um, people are diff people are hard. Yeah, for sure. And, um, that's okay. Yeah. B because there's a greater, there's a greater need here. Yeah. Um, and so you have to be prepared and expect kind of that. Okay. We have to be ready for all, the whole, all the things uh, be, be ready for the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man. The conflict yeah. of, uh, people, I think, uh, my dad always said it like in our industry that, uh, being in like an advertising agency would be yep. really easy if it wasn't for the employees yeah. and the clients. Yeah. Like if yeah. you just got to create stuff for fun, sure. it's just hard dealing with people across the board trying to make great stuff. Um, it's interesting hearing your story though, like noticing like your path, mm -hmm. it's a little chaotic, but it seems like you're constantly put from people like in managerial roles. Yeah. People constantly put like, I don't know if this is a fair question, but like, why, like, why do you think, like, what are these traits in you that people see? I feel like I know them getting to hear your story. But like, yeah. what do you think? Um, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think I deal, uh, with, um, uh, chaos well, like when, you know, I'm, pr I'm pretty lighthearted in kind of, you know, I, um, I'm pretty energetic or whatever like that. And I can get, you know, my, my staff gets kind of like, I have these ideas, idea, idea, but like, but whenever a conflict comes to me, I have a pretty good, and I, I think I, t I got that from Starbucks, you know, mm. this is, uh, there's probably like, I, that I was designed in a certain way, but, but some of the training that I got at Starbucks really like fostered a lot of that. Cool. So like, I can remember, I still use this today because we deal, you know, we deal with conflict all the time. I, I don't use this with my wife, unfortunately. I wish I did. Um, she'd probably see right through it, which is good for her. Um, but at Starbucks and, um, it, whenever we have a conflict, you, you use this acronym. There's probably a million different acronyms out there that people utilize in different businesses, but this is just real helpful for me. And it was, it was latte. So you, you listen to their problem, you acknowledge them. Um, you, you take action to the problem and you thank them for bringing the problem to you. And then you encourage them to return or, or if there's another need out there. And I, I've used that a million times. 
because there are a million times when there's a customer that has, you know, a need and you want to make them happy. Our goal is to always, you know, f- you always want to make somebody happy Yeah. yeah. And, and, and whatever you want. And, and so, but I, I tell my, my clients this, I was like, we may not get it right the first time, but I promise you we'll make it right. And, and, and I, it is just, it's a page out of Starbucks. Um, and I'm, you know, they'll, which is great. You yeah. know, um, I don't love their coffee as much as, I mean, I'm drinking some collective right now and it's better. It's a lot better, but their philosophy on, on a customer, it's, it's pretty great. They, um, Howard Schultz is their, their CEO. I don't know if he's still their CEO, but he was, he always, he always said something in the nature and I may get it wrong that we're in the, we're in the people business that just happens to serve coffee mm. and that, and it's probably true for what you guys do here. And you just happen to develop cool, creative ideas, but you're just dealing with people. Yeah. We For most people now, I mean, obviously we sell a good with creative or, you know, data or research, but I mean, it's time yeah. for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't have the time to do. Yeah. So we create space for time. Yeah. That's a lot of what we sell. Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah. Um, y'all are just, in, you're, y'all are in a very different industry. Yeah. It is um, not a, uh, it's not an industry that's like, um, you know, I've listened to some of your stuff and I'm looking at, um, uh, the metal, the metal shop here. Yep. Like how cool is that? I know. That's like the best. They're cool people. It's the, the they get to great. make like metal signs for, for people. I mean, it's like really, really cool. Yeah. And I think it's needed, but it's not like a you know, a real hip thing to do to take care of elderly. Yeah. But man, they mean, they mean a lot. Mm-hmm. And I got to see, so I, I travel a little bit, I um, help out some other visiting angels kind of around the country and I, uh, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and then Lincoln, Nebraska. And so I was there last week and I, I got to go hang out with my grandma in Carroll, Iowa. And, uh, um, she's, she's 98 years old. Um, man, it was awesome. Just mm. like, um, you know, hearing her stories. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. 98. Great. Yeah. That's a lot of life, man. That's a lot of wisdom. No. And I mean, that's what you, that's what you guys provide every day to people. Yeah. Is the ability to like, I don't think I've ever heard the way you said at the beginning, I think was super cool. Like, yeah that people don't have to be like, they can just be who they are in those last moments. And like the family can just be there yeah, um, and being a part of that. Cause I've never, that's always been a hard thing. Like we've, through the years we've worked with different people in like the hospice industry or um, in the healthcare. And it's just interesting to hear the different perspectives. Um, yeah. But there's something so beautiful about people like in our society, yeah. setting aside their time and energy yeah, to say, we're going to just care about like these people. We've invested their whole lives in other things, but like we're gonna make sure that um, this time is important and valuable. Yeah, that they're they're healthy, that they don't have a a, a fall risk, um, or that they are, um, you know, that they're clean. You know, that's super. People want to feel clean and feel. Um, I mean, can you? It's all coming for us. You know, yeah, and sometimes more sudden than others. But I mean, if it doesn't, then we age and we get to a place where we're not. It's impossible for us to care for ourselves any longer. And and 
you know, um, and then you're, you're, and then it's, um, then it's sons and daughters that are doing that yeah, and that are having to, are trying to navigate that and figure all that out because they want to, but, um, you know, they're, um, but they're, but they, you know, I guess in our global world, people move so much. And so mom is in San Francisco. Yeah. That's where they, or they grew up here in Wichita Falls, but they're, they're, they live in Dallas now. They live in Oklahoma city. Yeah. They live in Florida. They're, they're not here anymore. And so, uh, so they have to figure what that looks like out. And, and most people, most, most of the elderly that I think the, the statistics is kind of, they, everybody wants to be in their home. Um, and there are some great, great facilities here uh, that are loving and caring. Um, but it's not their home. Yeah. yeah. It's not their, you know, it's not their pictures on the wall. It's not the same smell of their home. You know, all those different things that, you know, whenever you go over probably your grandmother's house or, you know, you go in, you're like, sorry, I had, I was going to smell, but you smell, you take that beer thing. It smells the same as it did. It's that nostalgia, yeah, yeah. right? Um, we, we tried to like create that, that mm. they're able to have that. Yeah. Still. Um, yeah. Sorry. I got, choked up there I, man that's one of my favorite things about you though it really is i think it's super i think it's one of the coolest leadership traits ever because yeah. i grew up seeing leadership as like um stern mm -hmm. like you know you can you can cry behind closed doors but in front of people like you don't do that yeah. you know that was an athlete's mentality a lot of times too like don't show oh, pain yeah, don't yeah, show yeah. pain sure don't show pain and then i think it's so cool man like well, i think every cool. every conversation one of us have cried yeah and so well, I think it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. Man. Well, I appreciate that. That's wish. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, Oh gosh, it's, <laughs> it's you can't coming. turn it off. Either. It's coming. I know. And I, that's my natural thing is I just get sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. I just start saying like a real off the wall stuff. You're like, what's he talking about? And I'm just trying to cry. Yeah. Cause yeah. once it starts, yeah. if I'm in front of people, let's think yeah. about something else. Yeah. Here. It's happening. Yeah. We're just going to cry. Let's talk about sports. Yeah. Now I'm just saying sarcastic things and crying. Yeah. That's right. So it's not great. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think you have a beautiful thing. I think what's right. super cool is that, um, and I'll talk about some of this in a little bit, but like you decided like, Hey, I'm gonna start a podcast. Yeah. Talk yeah. about, talk about like okay. just addressing the elephant. Cause I think, yeah. I think it's so cool what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess I just had this, um, so I've, I've listened to podcasts for such a long time. We probably, you probably listened to the same one. I probably listened to the first one that ever came out that I can recall was Relevant Podcast. Do you remember Relevant mm -hmm. coming out, Cameron Strang and putting out these podcasts? And, uh, and this is such a long, this is like 2000 and I don't know, five. Yeah. And anyway, I've been, I listen to these all the time and I just kind of had this thought. Um, I mean, I, I drive a lot and I'm whatever. And then and I was like, you know, I'm always trying to figure out ways that I can um, get in front of somebody to say, Hey, like, I believe so much in what we do and that it's that valuable. And so you, you go into people's homes. I go, I go and try to like, you know, I try to market and, or try to, um, you know, sell whatever uh, into these like, you know, home health or yep. hospices, all these different places and kind of, um, but what they do is really, really valuable too. And so, you know, how can I like put, 
put these people um, that have a ton, like a really a lot of experience and really make m- like much of them, mm. like make a ton, make it all about them because they have all this knowledge and mm. um, would it, would, could, and, and because there's most people, whenever they get in these scenarios, um, they call us and they're freaking out and they have no idea what to do. Mm. So mom fell or they come home for Thanksgiving and mom's got a bruise on her, on her face and they have no idea where to begin. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't proactive enough. And all of a sudden, boom, because they, they don't live here. They don't see her on a daily basis. And so I just, it's gonna be hard to let go of too. Oh, totally. You know, it's like getting to the things like, nah, they'll be fine. Or like, you don't want to accept the reality of it. Oh yeah, totally. Um, you know, especially for a cognitive sort of decline that happens. That's, it's real hard Yeah. to, to identify and what do you do, all these stuff. So there are some really, really smart people. Um, and so I thought maybe we can put a creative platform that we could tell a story. And, you know, I, um, I went to school for mass communications. Like I know how to, I, I'm not very good at it, but I mean, you're better, but I, mm. but um, I know how to at least do f- form an interview and I'll, hopefully I'll get better, but you know, let's form an interview, get them just to talk about a bunch of stuff and then we'll, we'll share it yeah. to everywhere and hopefully somebody will pay attention. Yeah. And that was like the kind of the hope. Um, there's, I, I just think, you know, podcasts are, are so great and useful yep. and you, you can, you know, people can do them or excuse me, listen to them while, while driving. It's very, um, passive. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm all in on it. I probably listen right. to 10 a week. That's a ton. Yeah. That's great. And and yeah. I don't know how much I comprehend of most of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are ones I sat down and want to listen to. Yes. And some are just like filler. Yeah. Um, I've gotten into a really bad habit where, um, I'll put in one of my AirPods in mm-hmm. and I'll, when we're laying in bed and then I'll wake up at three in the morning and it's just played through five episodes and it's just <laughs> in my ear and it can't be good for me. It's gotta be bad for my brain, but yeah, maybe, and I'm having weird dreams Yeah, because I'm listening. Yeah. Very unhealthy, but I love podcasts because of the long format conversation. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's you nice sometimes to watch a two minute video, get a quick overview of a product or something and be out. Right. But I love just getting to hear somebody like stumble through a story that they didn't oh. pre-plan. Like they're just like trying to figure out and halfway through the story like, oh, and like they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the rawness of a podcast. Yeah. And yours is completely unedited. Yeah. Like you just roll through it. Yeah. I, I don't tell them, he, he, I, I kind of give him an idea. I'm like, I'm going to get, we're going to, I'm going to introduce you. You're going to tell me a little bit about you. And I'm just going to say, what do you do? Okay. I'm going I'm to get real. I may know some of the stuff I'm asking questions mainly for our yep. viewers or excuse me, for our listeners that, that, that they may like, I mean, I just get real curious or try to. And then, you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, well, I'm, I've just, I'm a lot of questions. Yeah. I should have wrote down, should have wrote down something. And, and then, you know, so some have been, you know, 16 minutes and then others 35 minutes. And yeah. so, um, That's so it's, cool, been, though. it's been great. Yeah. I, I, it's, um, I love doing that. I'm not very, I'd say I'm not a person that really likes a big crowd, but I really like, um, one-on-one, one-on-four conversations as, it's kind of right up my alley yeah. all the time. This has been like one of the more oddly life-changing things for me mm-hmm. 
it has been like a therapy in some ways. Yeah. You know, Jared and I have now, however many episodes we've done together, like some days we can just come in here and process. Like we've cried yeah. on the podcast, we've laughed, we've um, yeah. gone through everything. But then even like getting to sit down with people and like hear stories. Yeah. I've met people in here, like the podcast has turned off and I've been with people that I didn't know before and they've sat on this couch and cried. Yeah. Like told me some like fears and doubts and mm-hmm. like getting to be a part of somebody's overall picture has been nice and it's convicting when you go into the real world and you realize like man how do i not create more space like this yeah that doesn't have to be recorded like just to get to hear someone's story or like ask them questions that are like um like what are you afraid of or which yeah. is not a great opening question for somebody right um or like you know what do you think people see about you it's just yeah. interesting to hear yeah that's good that's a really really good question that you you, you did that yeah it's great and i'm really i'm like that guy at the party too and i'll yeah. meet somebody We'll be at the bar. It's like 11. Everyone's ready to go home. And I'm just like, what is your biggest fear? It's like, yeah. Now? What are you doing, Logan? Yeah. I do it all the time. Great question. Yeah. When you know somebody. Yeah. I'm rarely, um, I probably, I I always go to the go-to of, uh, so dead or alive, who would you like to see in concert? You know? That's a good question. That's I I like, I just, I'm like, I want to know that. What's your answer? Oh man. Um top 3, okay? That's fair. Beatles. I want to see the I would love to see the Beatles. I really like the Beatles. Okay. Um I, then um um I I saw them just recently, Vampire Weekend. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I like them a lot. Okay. And then I would see um I'm man, I, I want to see Jack Johnson. Okay. Yeah. You ever seen him? No, never seen him. Okay. So I, it would be Beatles and Jack Johnson. Okay. There we go. I'm like the opposite end. Yeah. I, would I know wa- you are. I'd want to, I would want to see, there's some people I'd want to see, but I would want to be like somehow like the, the early seventies, like the beginning of rap. I would yeah. like to have been a part of that. Like when they didn't have a lot together, Yeah. they were just like scratching records and people were rapping. I would do anything to be a part of that. How did you get into rap? I don't know, man. I have no or idea. The, the R&B kind of, or whatever. My yeah. dad probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, awesome. we used to always roll around. We listened to um, Aerosmith all the time, uh-huh. but we always listened to Nelly and Sugar Hill Gang. Really? Yeah. So he like, uh, he bought the Nelly album. He, th- I think he thought he bought the edited version. It wasn't. What year was this? Nelly? What? Yeah. Okay. This was probably like, I don't know, 2003, 2004, 2005, somewhere in there. So we'd roll wow. around and listen to Nelly and my dad would always would like turn the, uh, turn it down on the cuss words. So right. hit a lot of work on some songs. Sure. Um, but yeah, we always listen to like Sugar Hill Gang and Tone uh-huh. Loke. All this like, my dad was a DJ. And, really? Uh, I didn't know that. Back in the day, yeah. Huh. So he used to go to parties and, and do that. And so if we're ever at a wedding and Rapper's Delight comes on, he gets the mic and he raps and um, it's the best. That is so, awesome. I guess it's somewhat in my DNA, but I just loved yeah, love hip hop for some reason. And it, That's cool. It just kind of stuck with me. Um, but... I'd also like to see after I think uh, after seeing the the movie, um, I think I'd like to see Queen. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, I wasn't like a, I wasn't not a fan, right. but I think that movie was just kind of like, man, what an era! It was a it was wild. What an era! Yeah, he, he that's a great question though. That's a good party question. Yeah, it's you know it's not super like I don't really have, but it, but I do know now uh, that your your musical interests. Yeah, you know, which it, is. That's, that's beneficial for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says something about somebody and you can talk about it forever because it just like keeps weaving in and out of like yeah different parts of life. Like you just asked me, 
how'd you get into hip hop? Like that's a whole nother thing. Now I'm talking about my dad. Now it's that's like, right. Yeah. Like, oh, so, you know, I don't know. You just keep going through the family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you remember your first, I don't know. Do you remember your first CD you brought, you bought? Uh, I do. Okay. What is it? My, my parents didn't know. They let me loose. Um, I just put it in the buggy, but it was outcast. Okay. Like the Hey Ya album. I know the album cover had a woman's naked chest on it. I don't in know one their- corner, and I don't know what album that was, but that was definitely what I bought. It was that and Newfound Glory. Oh yeah, at the same time. Like I bought both of those. I was really um, in Newfound Glory. Yeah, and some forty one was in there somewhere. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it was an Outcast album. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I don't even really ever listen to Outcast. Well, Outcast is great. Yeah, I just uh, never. There is a Malcolm Gladwell podcast, podcast, Broken Record, and he interviewed the guy Andre. Andre three thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It was really interesting. Malcolm, Malcolm so, got so it count. makes me like whenever I listen to a story like that uh, about Andre, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm now I'll, let's let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it was never my like I'm gonna put it on because I like uh, a beat. I'm always like about a melody or like the well, it's like the story, even though there is the the stories that happen within that. But I just didn't, it wasn't it never picked up on me. Yeah, yep. What was your first? Uh, uh, Green Day, Dookie. Yeah. I listened to a lot of Green Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like really into punk, punk rock. My brother was like, we but we listened to like no effects and, and anti-flag. It's like some really like big time political like stuff. Yeah. We were like, thought we were so cool. <laughs> and life happens. Yeah. Did you ever listen to uh, Chiodos? Mm-mm. Or Coheed and Cambria? I, I remember Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. They had like a comic book sort of sort like story that went along with their, their music. Oh really? Yeah. That's what I remember about them. He had a really high pitched voice. Yep. And so I, I couldn't uh, sing along with him in my car. So yeah. I was like, ah, he's too good for me. I'm glad you said that. Cause I do. That's important to me. Yeah. If I can like hit the range. Yeah. It's not good either way. Right. But at least I feel like I'm in it. I know. And then I like the Beatles. I'm like, they're not really in my range. I mean, like, you know, I don't yeah. really have a range, but they're special. They are. There's not many people in history like that. Yeah. Like they have good harmonies. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a good poppy music, you know? Anyway. And your wife can yeah. jam. She she, can she likes all music. She can sing. She's, yeah, she's a good singer. Our, yeah, she's great. She's got a little soul in her. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. great whenever she's, yeah, it's great. And yours too. So it's great. We've got two wives that can. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about singing at the house. Yeah. I try to, and I just feel I th- like, like, my wife's gonna like not think I'm good, <laughs> make fun of me, so I better, better not. Yeah, I give up. Yeah, I'm just like it's not gonna be good either way, so we're gonna just party. I always think that I'm good, you know. That's I'm why like, I rap. Yeah, something doesn't matter. I mean, that's why I should. I should try. It. I, I'm like, give me some Johnny Cash, deep, slow, yeah. not really on key. Maybe it is. Yeah, smoke a couple of cigarettes or something. I know, that's and sing it. Uh, yeah. That's anyway. a good party question, though. I'm going to throw that into my... Maybe I should use that one before the what's your biggest fear. <laughs> That's a it's lot. easier. Yeah. That's maybe a lot a better. Easier. Maybe a little bit easier. I think it's something in people, and I think it's a gift you have, is people want people want to be known. Yeah. And they want to get into some of these things. And it's my favorite moment in life. That's why I like, I'm a part of the stuff I am at One Life. It's the stuff yeah. here. Every year of my life, I like that light bulb moment for people. When they're like processing through, that's why I love podcasting. They're processing yeah. through something and then it clicks. 
Yeah. Like, I've never thought about that. Like, why am I that way? Or how did I get here? Mm -hmm. You know, why is my marriage at this point? Like, why, why is my job not going well? And like being able to just like not even give input, but ask yeah. enough questions that they work back. My favorite thing on earth. Seeing yeah. someone get to a place and they're like, hmm, I've never thought about my, maybe my childhood does affect how I operate today. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. It's a, it's hard work, you know? Yeah. It's real, and it's, it's real healthy work. It's just hard to kind of get in that place and kind of think through that. Yeah. It, that has not come natural for me at all. Really? Mm -mm. Like doing it with people or doing it yourself? But definitely not by myself. I just don't, um, I want to think that I am that way, but I'm so indecisive and it's hard to, you know, sometimes to kind of, um, know, you know, you kind of go, man, it's taken a lot of work and, and recent work to be honest of kind of going and with the help of and like friends and counselors to kind of go, how do I know who I am? Why am I built this way? Why do I, why, why do I wire this way? Yeah. Um, you know, why do I feel these things, you yeah, know, yeah. and why do I have these emotions? Is that okay? Do I feel unhealthy? You know what I mean? All those different things. I think is it's super, super beneficial, Yeah. but it's like, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. I think I have like a, I've like processed through this for a while, but like, I think I have like this, I want to take myself down to the core as much as I can because yeah. I don't want someone else to be able to do it. So it's not healthy, but so I'm always looking like why, yeah. why, why? And sometimes yeah. I just need to live in it, Yeah. but I'm constantly doing that for myself because I don't want someone else to do it for me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's good. Yeah. Explain, maybe, maybe uh, explain like a, an example like that, like explain an example. Yeah, so I start to look for things in me. Obviously, I have a great people around me right. um, that, that find my blind spots. But once I start to figure something out, I'm afraid yeah. of Katie being like, hey, what is this? Yeah. Like, I, I want to know the answer to that question. Yeah. So I like spend all of this time being like, okay, um, you know, why am I staying up late at night? Yeah. Like, why am I not going to bed? And like, just like even something that small. And by the end of it, uh -huh. like I realize like maybe I like, I didn't, I didn't work as hard that day or it's actually just because I can't turn my brain off. Like I, I always put a tangible, like, man, if I worked harder, I'd be tired. And it's like, mm. that's probably not going to be the answer. And so I like keep digging. I'm yeah. like, I actually can't turn my head off because I haven't dealt with some of these things that I'm struggling with or right. haven't had the conversations I need to have. So it's giving me anxiety and anxiety. It's like this, this yeah, yeah. doom loop for me where I just like go through it mm -hmm. so that when Katie's at, wants to ask me, I have an answer. Yeah. I think it's healthy. It is healthy. I think that is very healthy. But I think I also um, could just like get off my own back a little bit sometimes mm -hmm. and just like enjoy yeah. being like, it's okay, we'll, we'll get through it instead of like constantly. Because yeah. I don't want to do it to other people. Yeah. Because that's my biggest pet peeve when like somebody sits down. Like if you sit down here and you're like, man, I'm just I'm just not doing good this week. Mm -hmm. like, well, why aren't you doing good this week? What right. could you be doing better? Like sometimes right. you just... It's okay to not be okay. Sure. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. And so I've, I've really tried to like be cognizant of not like always pulling people's layers back. Mm -hmm. Cause they, you have to trust somebody. Yeah. I agree. Before with that. you just like start. No, I agree with that. Sitting at the bar at one in the morning being like, what's your biggest fear? Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. So I, I live I'm, in that world. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I am too. Just, I don't go uh, to that. It, I, I don't think on a daily basis go there. Um, I don't know why I don't. Yeah. 
Let me look into that. I, I think it's, I think that's what I've kind of learned with people is everyone operates a little differently. And I yeah. think that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if everyone operated the way I did, things wouldn't get done as well. You know, like you got to have like this beautiful mm-hmm. puzzle picture that when it comes together is, is great. Cause it's, I don't know, man, like when you're, one of the things I enjoy about like having conversations with you is like, you always make, seems like you always make the other person feel like, like you're in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you always bring that like, we sat down and talked, it feels like forever ago, two, yeah. three months ago. Yeah. Like you just have like a, a, a presence about you. It's like calming and confident, mm-hmm. but just present. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. It means a lot. You're welcome, man. Appreciate that. And you have great socks on today. Yeah, thanks. I just got a peek at those. My uh, office uh, staff gave me a bunch of socks for Christmas. That's a great gift. It's very useful. I love socks. Yeah. I think they don't fit super well. Um, I think they're too big. So like the the heel is up by my calf. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah. What's that? Well, oh, I, I see a, it. I have a, I have What's that foot was that for? I don't know, but like my, look at this. <laughs> I'll wear it. I don't care. But uh, I don't know. I have, a, I have an exceptionally small foot. Do you really? Yeah, eight, size eight. That's not that small. I guess it's not that bad. Seven and a half for soccer shoes. Still not that bad. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's fine. <laughs> anyway. That's how I realized I was an adult was yeah. when Katie would get me a stocking yeah. and there'd be socks and underwear and I was legitimately pumped about it. Yeah. I was like, I think I've turned the corner. Oh yeah. I thought, I, it's super useful. You know, I don't want the... You're never going to buy them. Well, here's the deal. Socks, man. I, laundry is laundry's the worst. Oh yeah. And, I don't, socks, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they find the matches of the socks. Yep. I, I lose them. So I'm like super, super thankful for all, all the socks that they gave me. We usually just get the same socks. So there's not matches. Yeah. It was, just like just good. match a couple of them. It's, that's really wise. It's just all black socks. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. all I want. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. These are really cl- colorful socks. So <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with those. But yeah, man, they're, 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 they work. They work. Anyway. Man, I, I really do. Uh, I don't know, man. You just have like a a presence about you that's super cool. I think thanks. a lot of people see it in you. Well, thanks. And I hope you see it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's, I'm, when somebody asks me, I'm not, I, I appreciate that. It means a lot. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this before. I never am like, hey, look at, you know. It's it's a very um, you know when you get compliments you know thank you that's that's where I should just end just say thanks and yeah I I, it's the I worst. doubt I doubt a lot of those things you know yeah and if I looked into it I'm like, yeah I believe that I mean I think people say you know whatever have good friends that say this kind you know that's that's great what should be the balance in that though you know like I mean you want to believe it yeah. But also, it's nice to have that like humility about it, right? Wouldn't it be? And it's not my, it's not my personality to be like, I know, yeah, yeah for sure. Because I think I know if you that, said uh, that, then I don't think that I would have, sure, I would have said what I said because then I'd be like, that's not true. This is not true. I'm like, I'm <laughs> super unassuming. I'm like, ah, thanks, yeah. thank you. Yeah, it's a good thing. I appreciate your kind gesture to me, like that. But it makes me feel awkward, and yeah, you know, I think I like doing it. Yeah. Because it's, it is awkward and I'm not good at receiving it. I enjoy giving, right. like telling people what I see in them. 
Right. I'm not good at receiving it. And so I'm sarcastic or I immediately fire a compliment back to yeah. deflect or I just disagree. All three are wrong. And you said you should have just said thank you. And I was like, I should probably learn to do that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I wish that I did that. I wish something about me that would just be like, man, thanks a lot. You know what I, you know, Logan, you know what I see something about you is just how, how, how well that you have managed this, this office and you, you take things at stride really, really well. You know, that's what I want to do is come off in that, in that way. But sometimes I get so like, Oh, that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I believe it, but I do, but I kind of don't. And, uh, thanks. Yeah. I think that's always the balance of processing it. I yeah. think that's why compliments are so weird. Right. Like you don't you probably don't always completely believe it. Yeah. But also if you just like completely believed it, there's gotta be a bounce a little bit to that too. Oh, sure. I'm gonna start just saying what that though. I know. <laughs> like, Hey man, you're really good at that. I know. I know I am. Yeah. You're humble. I know. I know I am. <laughs> that's a great answer. It's a great. Uh, yeah. I think I was really confident. Yes, okay. he is. Yeah. And I don't want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I know, man. Um, yeah, um, you know, we were talking about the um, uh, visiting angels and stuff. And so, um, you know, one thing that um, um, I like to, whatever, mention, um, um, you know, my dad. So another aspect of it kind of... Um, kind of a pivotal turn for, for visiting angels, um, was for, for us, for me anyway, is this, so my, my dad passed away three and a half years ago, three years ago, three and a half years ago. And he's a veteran. Um, and, um, so we, uh, we, we, uh, kind of at that moment, I was just like, man, you know what? We need to really think about how to, um, to take care of veterans. And so there's some really cool programs out there that we, we get help out with. And so that means it's, it's a, that's like, you know, it's pretty fun. Mm. Um, it's, um, there are, it's, it's really unique. Mm. So there's some, you know, some situations where, you know, a veteran in their home and they live there and the environments that sometimes that they are, that they're in is, it's pretty awful. And so, they just don't know how to you know, take care of themselves in those situations. And so that was kind of like my, my dad, you know, and if he didn't have these benefits, he would not have been able to like, he probably would have been homeless because he, you know, um, you know, probably not, but, but I mean, he had COPD and emphysema. He just got to a point where he's not able to like walk from one place to another. Yeah. Again. And so, um, without getting winded, um, and, um, we were able to use that to help him be in a facility. And it was like life changing. He wouldn't have, he would not have, um, said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah. Um, cause he got good meals. He got good, um, good care. Somebody to check on him, et cetera. And so, um, you know, um, whatever I feel uncomfortable, I just change the subject and I just talk about something else like veterans. Something yeah, like no, I think that's cool. Yeah. That's that's got to be a huge need. Oh, it's big. I, that, big for target. a while, uh, you're not talking about this on the good a few weeks ago, I think, but for a while, we would go, we'd go downtown and we would just take a bunch of cheeseburgers and we'd spend time like in this park with some of the people that were homeless or whatever. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. made it was outrageous the number of people who were veterans. Oh yeah, um, and it was just really like beautiful in some ways to hear the story, mm-hmm. um, and and then heartbreaking to realize like um, either the lack of resource or mm-hmm. inability to get the resource or the not knowledge of the resource. And so yes to um, all of it. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, and so our you know I. I I love being able to like, hey, guess what? There are some really great resources. This is what you do. This is how you do it, how I can help. And we go here, there, and we make these phone calls. We send applications in, and we get them the care that and or resources that they need and, and deserve. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, it's like a lot of work, but it's like the one of the most like rewarding things you can ever do. Mm. You know, probably because of, you know, my, my story and my, and my dad and all those different things. You kind of go, my dad lived in Iowa where okay. my grandmother is. Um, he lived, he moved up there and my, my parents are divorced. And so just kind of this, uh, you know, my brother is in North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina. I have another brother in Vancouver, Canada, and I'm here in Texas. Dad gets sick. What do we do? And we're just trying to navigate all that yeah like and so you know um i i I guess like you know i don't know um you know whenever i don't know when we get to talk about those veteran stuff it's just it means it means a great deal yeah and and you kind of feel like you know and that's probably you know it's why i love it you know, what I do so much is because I get to help, you know, those people, yeah. you know, a lot and, you know, and I feel like I'm good at it, yeah. you know? Yeah. This might be an unfair question, but like, is there a point in the process? Like you're dealing with a tough topic, right? Like it's, it's, it's end of life. You know, you're dealing with people in a, in not always the best situation. Is there a part of that process that like, that you find to be like the most rewarding on your end? Like where you're getting to like, like a light bulb moments for people where they're like, Oh, we do have the options or like, it's like, I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of reward in what y'all do. I'm sure there's a lot of pain and, and heartache. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, couple, I mean, several different scenarios that come to my mind. Uh, whenever, um, whenever a, uh, you know, whenever, yeah. So whenever a, a spouse is taking care of their loved one and they are overwhelmed because they have Alzheimer's or dementia kind of going on and they're having to be up with them like all the, the whole day. Yeah. And, 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 um, you know, whenever you're in an environment with somebody that, um, you, you've been married to for 50 years and then all of a sudden they think that you're somebody else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now they they continue to ask you the same questions over and over again. And then all of a sudden also they're not able to remember to use the restroom. Mm. And, and, you know, and then these just little things they can't remember to eat and they can't remember to drink. So you have to do absolutely everything. Yeah. And then you have this like, um, you have this like um, moment the, these caregivers do where they, they get so overwhelmed, but also like, um, they feel very, um, 
guilty for feeling that way. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because it's their, their spouse. Yeah. And so that's tough to, to give them like that spouse or, or it could be anybody that's the loved one. It's the caregiver Yeah, to give them, man, that we get to go in there and our, our caregiver visiting angels gets over there and we give that, that daughter or, or husband that, that night of care relief where they can go have whatever. It's pretty great. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's this, it's this, you know, you're in the plane and you know, you take, how do you take care of yourself? You know, the, the oxygen mask comes on and you have your kid next to you. What do you do? Well, you don't give to the kid first. You take care of yourself first. Right. And then they, they can't take care of themselves because they're all worried about is they're, yep. uh, is uh, they're the one that's sick and it's a real, real problem. Yeah. And it's, these are hard. Yeah. Um, and they I mean, don't have a journey for people, man. They don't have, you know, they're married. Yeah. That's a journey. They, this is not something that it's just a friend. They can just like, ah, this is too hard or whatever. I mean, there's probably moments where people can just like, whatever they've been married for 50 years and that sounds horrible. They just, but they don't do that because yeah. they love each other and they stick together. And, but can you imagine? No, you know, um, no, it's just, it's unbelievable. There's it's exhausting. A, yeah. There's a, I like, a, um, I was really into Drew and Ellie Holcomb. Mm-hmm. Our daughter, our daughter's favorite music is Ellie Holcomb. Oh my gosh. It's, it's awesome. Um, I'm gonna try to find this, uh, lyric, um, that he, uh, that they do, um, off of the song, um, that they just came out on their album dragons, man. Um, I'll try to think of the, song title here in a second it's gonna be a second yeah it's our our daughter uh we we have that book that sing yeah man and then she like we'll have um alexa play it and cancel alexa what do you want me to play bush like alexa cancel canceling um okay um, but yeah, my, our daughter will just, sh- whatever she's doing, she'll shut down to listen to, to Ellie Holcomb. That's her favorite yeah, thing. It's she great. Dancing they, and singing. I mean, my kids, they ki- my kids love it. So Drew and El- Ellie, Hol- uh, Drew Holcomb and the neighbors, their, their, um, their new album dragons. Um, um, he wrote this song called, but I'll never forget the way that you make me feel. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a love song and it's like, oh man, this is good. But he's got this, um, um, he's got this, this lyric in here that says, if I can try to find it, where is it? Um, yeah. Last line, when I'm an old man and I can't recognize my own face and the memories of our youth are hard for me to trace. When death comes to take me by my body to steal, I'll never forget the way, the way that you make me feel. Mm. Like he wrote that kind of this, I think the story is that his like, you know, his grandpa is starting to have some dementia, Alzheimer's and yet he's, he's still married and it's just kind of thinking like that. But even though we're going to forget our faces, you know, forget the way that we see, we're never going to forget, you know? Um, so 
I say that just because that's that's pretty special mm-hmm. to um, to be able to provide that for the caregivers so they can still remain, um, you know, that with with their spouse and not having to do the work of a caregiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I guess you just don't really process it until you've been in the situation. No, it's it's you know I I tell friend you know, friends you know and they're just like. They, you know, it's, it's grandma, grandpa yeah. they're, that they're talking about that, that I'm kind of dealing with and they're not around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not often that the grandkids are taking care of grandma For and sure. grandpa. It's just not, I don't know if it's a culture thing or whatever, but it's usually the, the daughter or the son. Yeah. And so, um, I have a kind of a unique situation where my dad, my dad passed away when I was young. Yeah. And consider, you know, in the continuum of timelines is that it's normal. You know, my dad passed was 33 years old. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. Normally, yeah. you know, and my grandma is still alive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, as when I got choked up, the reason why I did, when I was talking to my grandma, I was talking to her. I almost, I have it. I recorded, um, I, I like sat there on my phone. I was like, oh, I want to, I want to record this. And, uh, I was talking to her. I was like, what is it? You know, um, my aunt came in and so I'm gonna have to go back up there and record it. But, um, she's, she's had seven kids, 98 years old and four of them have, have passed. Right. And like, you, you're, you're just wanting to tell me, tell me what that, like what that feels like. Yeah. Man. You know? Yeah. That's so heavy. Oh my goodness. <sighs> And these are all, I mean, they're in their sixties whenever they pass. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. she just lives to live this lot, you know, anyway. So, um, yeah, man, it's pretty, yeah. It's just not something you, I mean, I think what's been interesting, like hearing you break this down too, is like, I'll, if not knowing anything, I would think that your job is for the person who's sick. Right. Right. Like that right, just right, naturally right, is right, like, yeah. ah, that's why you're there. Yes. Yes. Bring medicine right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But th- to see the broader picture and say like, yeah, that's part of the thing, but you're also creating space Correct. for that person to be who they are. They can be the yeah wife, yeah, the son, the daughter. I think that's like, um, I guess because not having been in that situation, that's right. I have been around it uh, quite a few times, but not personally, not like, yep. As the, the son or the, yeah. Um, man, I just, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a gift. It's a big. I mean, in our I mean, our caregivers are pretty. They're pretty great. You know, it takes a lot. You know, I don't do the the care. I've done sometimes. You know, but I mean, traditionally, I don't. And so, uh, they're pretty great. It's pretty special to do it for sure. Pretty great, man. Y'all provide a gift. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. We gotta wrap this thing up. Okay. We always end this um, with a word of wisdom. Okay. So it can be anything. It can be business related. Okay. It can be. Um, oh, hold on. Before we do this, I want to say okay. something about you. Yeah, yeah. This okay. isn't a compliment. Okay, good. It is a comment, but okay. um, just don't want to freak you out. I think one of the things that's cool about you too, um, that is rare, especially in the industry you're in, uh-huh. as a, just a business owner, is your. This is something I've been talking to everybody about. Your insight into looking at at all the platforms yeah. and seeing why people do what they do is a game changer. Yeah. You and I talked about TikTok. Yeah, yeah. TikTok's yeah. really not the content for you or no, for me. No. It's not really the space that we would enjoy naturally. No, no. 
I don't, yeah. But you're processing it. Yeah. Because it's a very popular platform yeah. in which could be people that you could employ. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, there's a lot, but I think we, us talking about that stuff is so encouraging because not many people are having the conversations that yeah. you're having. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. TikTok, Snapchat. Um, I am like, you know, I have a recruiter. Uh, probably my recruiter's watching. Her name's Tara, Tara Bryant. I've told her, I was like, hey, I think, what do you think about getting a Snapchat account for our uh, recruitment page or TikTok or something? Like, can you figure that out? Because it's not my, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. But I, I don't know. I think there's something there. I don't know. I, I don't have the necessarily the time or whatever to like figure that. But I know there's some way to do it. Yep. 100%. There has to be. Oh, for sure. I, I Because I know that there are there are p- people that are doing it. Yep. There are companies that are doing it. Now they are big, big, big companies. Not like a really small, but I mean, it's certainly worthly. It's certain, certainly worth like kind of thinking about and processing it. Maybe we don't do that. Yeah. But it's worth at least having that. Yeah. Conversation for sure. Yeah. It's tough to figure out mm-hmm. if it was easy, then it'd be oversaturated. But yeah, I think the fact that you're having those conversations is super cool. Yeah. Thanks. So nice work. Um, okay. Word of wisdom. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Um, a couple of years ago, we came up with this, um, my staff and I, we came up with these core values for our, for our business kind of like, Hey, how can we do this better? Let's all get on the same page sort of thing. Um, one that is the most near and dear to my heart, uh, is, is, is the last one. It's just cultivate grace. And, um, you know, so when we're in orientation, we always talk to our caregivers, what does grace mean to you? Mm. And, um, they look at us kind of like, uh, we're not trying, I'm not trying to, you know, tell them something theological here. What I am saying is, is I tell them a story. I say, my dad was on hospice and, uh, he had this, he had this nurse nurse Nikki from St. Anthony's hospice in Carroll, Iowa. My dad, who, uh, he had COPD and emphysema. He, um, um, it got real hard for him to breathe for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. You know, it was oxygen hundred percent of the time. Um, so his disease made him and not all, his disease made him act the way he acted. And as we get sick and get older, it's, it's natural for someone to be kind of mean Mm. and rude and not like the shape that they're in right now. And it's possible that they're going to take something out on you that you don't deserve. Right. Um, and so what would it look like if our staff, no matter who that person is and where they are, what if they, what if they may not deserve, you know, that the the care that the kindness that that we're going to treat them with because of the way that they're acting at this moment in time right and so it's just this whole like can we cultivate grace in this way in in all over and all of all of the place um when maybe we get disappointed could we find a way to maybe we don't know everything going on with this person right maybe Maybe we should sit back and kind of let's let's be graceful. Let's not be quick to respond mm. here. 
maybe there's something else going on that we have no idea that we can't see. And so that's been kind of our, I don't know, value, like a kind of this big core value for us for the last like three years that we just try to set harp on. How are we doing this? Can we do this better? Mm. Um, it's, you know, especially with our just employ employees because, you know, life is hard and life is unexpected. Some things happen just like that. And we have to be, we have to be, and I kind of mentioned that we have to be proactive here. We can't be reactive. Yeah, we, yeah. we have to be better at that and, and figure out how to do that really, really well. Yeah. So cultivate grace, man. Mm, that's good. You said in there, my least favorite word, you said uh, deserve. Yeah. Like as you're breaking that, I think that's one of the most beautiful pictures is yeah. Like it's everything that I believe. Yeah. Thank goodness. I don't get what I deserve. That's right. And so, yep. I love that man. Cultivate grace. Yep. Easy to talk about. Hard to do. It's really easy to talk about. It's really hard to do whenever you're in a moment, you're sitting there and, uh, and a man, you know, a, a man who's 90 years old calls you a name, <laughs> right? In a, in a mean name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that caregiver has the ability to turn the other cheek and be graceful to that person. Yeah. Or they have the option to talk back or, yep. or do something, you know, to them. Well, it's our job to turn that other cheek and cultivate like big grace there. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Well, you can get that in a community, man. It's a game changer. Totally. Totally. I think that's important just for any, any oh, it's, person it's or industry. Absolutely. Marriage. It's, it's across it's yeah. across the board. Don't assume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean that's something that's something that's that's hard for us. I mean growing. Yeah. You know, internally we're everything's deadline driven here. It's fast paced. Yep. Um, and that's just it's we we're learning the process right now of learning when it's okay to fight. Yeah. Like right, going in going all into the room together and arguing, trying to figure out the best solution the best way to provide service and being willing to argue and disagree. Yeah. But then we walk out of the room with a decision. We're all on the same page. Yeah. So it's if good. it wasn't your idea, doesn't matter. Yeah. You're as a team, we're going to ride this thing out. We're going to die together either way. And that's a hard thing. Cause it's, it's easy to personally attach yourself to stuff and say, well, I, I knew that wasn't going to work. Well, we failed before we walked out of the room then. Yeah. That's, that's hard, man. That's good. I mean, that's, that's big time to get that buy-in. For everybody involved in that, yeah, that's we, the only way it can work. We love feedback. Yeah, it's a big thing in, in our life. It's like people being able to. I try to do that, like in, and I haven't done it this year, and I need to do it soon. Is like feedback from people, like people being able to sit in front of me and tell me, like what I'm not doing good, mm. without the risk of any firing. Like, there's no ramifications. Yeah, you get to tell me what I'm not doing well. Yeah, and I won't. I don't get to rebuttal or respond. I just get to like thank you for. And that's super cool. People actually have told me in the last year like some cool feedback. What was the best feedback you got? Um, that I'm too soft. Yeah. Like that I allow. I, because I always thought like I, I want to deliver information in a way that can be received well. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people were like, I wish you just would have said it because mm -hmm. I felt it for a longer time than you said it. Like mm -hmm. I've been feeling it for months. So I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. It's also hard when your wife's on staff. So she's giving you feedback. Yeah. She's like, well, how long do I get? Yeah, that's a that's a balance I find though, um, because you could micromanage them. Yeah, and that's I've been micromanaged. Yeah, and that's like zero fun. Yeah, to be to not, but but I totally hear you. Like, um, to to 
ask somebody to do something and then they, um, you know, I suppose it's our responsibility to check in. I don't do a good job sometimes of that. I want them to yeah. kind of succeed, you know, succeed. I want to empower them, et cetera. Let's do this. You got it. You can yeah. do it. I don't, I don't think I needed micro, you know what I mean? And so that's kicked me in the butt sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's good, man. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. You're rocking the game. You're the best. Thanks for coming in and doing this today. Thanks for having me. And if you're listening to this, we thank you for listening and go check out Addressing the Elephant. Yeah. That's a podcast. It's a super cool podcast. It's, it's, it's a podcast and there's people talking. Yeah. How can people find uh, anything on Visiting Angels? Um, maybe you can go to our website, www.visitingangels.com backslash Wichita Falls or Lawton, if you're in Lawton. Or call our office, 940-257-6265. Um, and I think we're on some social media for Facebook, Instagram. I try to, you know, do our thing. Are, just, do, are somebody in your office doing that? Uh, yeah. They're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. They're it's mainly me. But some... Is but, it you? Yeah. Look mainly you. me. You're doing a good job. I see Instagram stories sometimes. Yeah, I do. The, I, I do inst- mainly the Instagram stuff. Look at you. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure out Instagram. <laughs> It's, it is different if you're not used to. Yeah. I was like, oh. you're not a big social media guy for yourself though. No, I yeah. don't. I don't. Uh, I just don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Good. like, I. Good for you. Here's a picture. Of, I mean, here's sometimes I feel bad is like when I go up to see family and they're like, I haven't seen a picture forever. Like, yeah. Man, I kind of feel bad about that. Yeah. Maybe I should, you know, so birthdays. I, I've put, uh, I've posted like four pictures. This is, Two birthdays, two years ago. Two birthdays last year. So their birthday coming up in April. And be two more pictures for, there you go. for my two kids. Just keep it going. There we go. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. You're the man. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad madmen My rapping is sort of old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hop and mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on We madmen